Welcome back to Beyond Well. I'm Sheila Hamilton, and this is a program for people who want to learn more about our interior lives. And today we're going to talk about manifesting with Kathleen Birkins. She founded A Wellness Revolution, and she herself is a registered nurse and a health coach. And we're going to be thinking about why it is that manifestation has become so popular. Get this, from late March to mid-July, Google searches for the term manifesting rocketed 669%. It even became a meme, shut up, I'm manifesting. (laughs) Why are people so interested in this process of transformation? How does it work and how can you do it? We're here to talk about that today with Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. It's so good to see you. Happy to be back here. So do you practice manifestation? You know, it's so funny you ask that question. I think we're all here on earth. All human beings are here for this purpose. We Mm -hmm. are creating our reality. We might not realize it, but we are here to make things become. In other words, manifesting is the process of bringing something which is energy, which is an idea Mm -hmm. into form. So that's what manifesting is. People are becoming more aware of being the creator or being able to influence their lives and where they're going and what's showing up. So I always say what's showing up is what's manifesting. It speaks to how much of our reality we create. And that's really hard to realize. Like for one thing, we see what's showing up and we think that it was just happening to us. That's the illusion. Oh, that job I got was just an accident or that partner that walked in my life was just like, oh, well, bad choice or whatever we think. It's really hard to make the jump to say, oh, I have attracted this Mm. from my very thoughts, intentions, and way of feeling. I think that the world is starting to realize they're starting, especially the young kids, Mm -hmm. they're starting to influence each other that you can hear many conversations in the younger people about what they want to manifest. And when I use that word with older people, they say, oh, you're being so spiritual. Mm -hmm. Or woo-woo. But is that really spiritual to bring something into form? And I've always heard the true manifestation is about pairing your mindset with action so that you can't just expect that you read a meme and you suddenly inherit $10 million. You actually have to create the plan that is going to help you make the business that is going to bring you the remuneration. And I think that's where people get stuck is you can't just expect that stuff comes to you if you haven't determined that you want to do it, right? First of all, everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So what that's the first thing that everyone has to get down. And yeah. that's hard because when I coach people and I'm with people, many people still think that the physical reality that they see is solid. This is all it is, is this physical thing I'm looking at. So that when people start to go past that and start to ask questions about their life, and about why things are happening to them and what they would like to bring in their life and who they really are and what this whole earthly experience is all about. Mm -hmm. When they start asking those kind of questions, then they start to say, okay, well, maybe I'm not just my physical body. Mm -hmm. And then what quantum physics is showing us is that we are energy. We are energy kind of borrowing a body. So yeah, another- I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, like We're just car- all floating around in these meat yeah. sacks just to get to what we really yeah. need to work, learn. 
I want to um, talk about the law of attraction and what that means. What does it mean when you say that manifestation actually works through the law of attraction? Law of attraction does not work until it's about the other law, law of vibration, has to be in an alignment, the law of attraction. So what I mean by this is that if we are energy, our energetic field, which combines our physical, emotional, mental bodies, and, and spiritual, all of it is together, and that it's all vibrating. Now, we use these terms all the time. We're like, oh, that's a bad, he has bad vibes, or you know, we're always using these terms. So we know somewhere that it's about energy or, Oh, did you, Oh, what? I don't, well, that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. What's happening. You can almost feel the right. anger coming out of someone. So you don't want to be around that. That's yeah. You kind of, Oh no, I don't want to be around her today or whatever. We know what it is on some level, but it's very hard to introspect. So it's very hard to see your own frequency. Mm-hmm. You can feel things. You're in it. You're like in the fishbowl. What we got to realize is that everyone else can see it. What it comes down to is that let's say you want to create something and we have a creative cycle and it's called the yin yang cycle. And yang is the power of putting forth your thoughts, your intentions, what you would like to bring into reality and being conscious about it. And so the more conscious you become, the more aware you become of this process, the more you realize that that matters. So in other words, instead of just letting your thoughts wander all day long, aimlessly, not focused, you start to realize, okay, if I want something to come in my reality, it matters what I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. and what I'm feeling about all day long. So if I want to attract a really fun relationship, but all day long, I'm depressed and thinking how sad life is because I'm poor pity me. We'll never get anyone because I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough or whatever you're thinking in the subconscious. You will not vibrate to the level you want to, to attract that wonderful man or wonderful woman. I see people saying, I want a fabulous relationship. I want someone who's honest. I want someone who's giving. And yet deep down inside, I know many of them well enough to know they really don't believe that about themselves, that they're worthy of that kind of love, that they're worthy of someone who's honest and treats them well. So you do have to kind of get right with yourself before you can manifest. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, what you have to realize is that your thoughts and your emotions are always connected to to yourself. So our emotions are telling us how we're doing. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts are directive. So if we have a thought, oh, I would love to get a new car, or I would love to bring in a new house for myself. And then the next thought is, oh, I have no money. That's really powerful, right? So then we have to catch that thought, yeah, literally. And we have to go, okay, that thought doesn't make me feel good. When I think that thought, I don't have any money. I feel really bad. I don't feel like I get that house. So we have to convert that thought. And that's what is the work. Well, I love that you're saying this because honestly, most of the great cognitive behavioral therapists I know, that is what they're doing. They're asking people to catch themselves in this negative train of thought reframe it, and then put the new thought into action, which is just phenomenal work. It's the same work that you're talking about. And the emotion, because it's not good enough just to have the thought. 
Because if you have the thought, I would like that new house, that's a great thought. Mm -hmm. But if the feeling that immediately takes over is that one connected to the, to what you're really do, how you're really doing, Mm -hmm. which is, oh my gosh, but I have to pay all my bills and my debt and how am I going to manage? And that makes us feel bad. That bad, lower feeling is a low vibration. Mm -hmm. It's, It's actually a frequency. Let's go into that example a little bit more than Kathleen. So I really want that new house. I'm walking through a neighborhood of beautiful houses and I really want to get a house for myself and my kids. But I do have the reality that I have rent that I can barely afford now and a car payment. Okay, how does this person reframe this thought and then begin on an action that can help them toward that manifestation? Yeah, it's interesting that you're saying that because that's what coaches help people to do. They help people to live in the moment with and to learn how to get the right thoughts Mm -hmm. because with the right thoughts and the right intentions and the right emotions going with them, you can change your life. Well, first of all, you have to become aware of your subconscious thoughts, which are a lot. I, I would say they're going all the time. They're like a recording on, on autopilot. They are so powerful that actually they are controlling what's showing up, not the conscious very much. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling pity on something that happened, let's say you not you didn't get over something, you hold on to a very angry feeling about relationships because a couple of them didn't work out. You're stuck. It's like you you get stuck in that negativity. You must get help with moving through that. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't change that emotion and that way of looking at that particular situation, it will not change. So we yeah. see people who leave a relationship. This is just an example. They get divorced. They get in the same kind of relationship again. They get divorced. They have not learned anything. They have mm-hmm. not done the work to realize why these relationships are not turning out like they wanted because they have not been able to release the subconscious low self-esteem programs that are going in their subconscious. So yeah, yeah, you mentioned worthiness. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Are you worthy of that big house? Yeah. So many people have such a twisted relationship with money. They do not believe they're worthy of wealth. I think that that's probably one of the most profound things I've witnessed is seeing people be coached around worthiness for money. It's it's really powerful work. If we don't become abundant, if we don't raise our frequency, abundance has a very high, joyful feeling. Mm-hmm. If you can imagine what it feels like just to have enough. Yeah. I always go there. If I'm concerned about something showing up that is a bill or something I didn't expect, I say, okay, that's fine. That's what showed up. Now, what does it feel like when we don't worry, when we yeah. have no concerns at all? That's that's a great feeling, right? That's a yeah. joyful, it's abundant. When you go there with your mind and your feeling, you change it immediately and you're yeah. changing the timeline. We're all on timelines. What is a timeline? Well, it's like you are going on a particular road. So I'm going on a timeline I have chosen consciously or not consciously. I am the creator and I'm on this timeline. And through my very thoughts and feelings, I have the ability to change the timeline. Mm -hmm. If I change it just an inch over to be more joyful, 5% of the day, I've already switched the timeline. 
Yeah, it's powerful. I, I love the idea too of starting with journaling around abundance and, and people, especially who have this kind of scarcity mindset of looking at the questions as to how that developed. What were the lessons you were taught in your family of origin? Um, what are some of the other questions we can ask ourselves why we're journaling to be able to manifest a feeling and a reality of abundance? I think the most important thing is if you were free to bring anything you wanted to yourself, what would that look like? What would that feel like? I guarantee you, by the way, no two people, it would be the same because mm -hmm. I've been working with people for years and it's never the same. Mm -hmm. They might even say, I want oh, both, they want a big house, but it's completely different. Yeah, right. You know, it looks different. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's completely different square footage based on their needs, <laughs> right? A big house for some is 1,500 square feet, and for others, it's not good enough till it's seven, right? And some want a small house because they want to have a big garden or they want That's to. That's right. Have, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But if we could imagine that we could imagine anything, mm. what if? You could imagine anything. Yeah. And you were given permission to bring anything into your reality that you loved. I, I love that question. Um, what would be different about your life if you had what you wanted? You know, to have people start manifesting in their imagination what they would do differently in the morning. Would their coffee be different? You know, exactly. how differently would you pet your pets? How would you go on a different walk if you had everything you needed and, and see what squares against the way people are living now? You know, you cannot have what you cannot contain, mm -hmm. you cannot become what you aren't now. Energy is, is about attracting like attracts like. So you are not going to attract anything in your life that you don't believe and contain. Mm. So if you want abundant life and a joyful life, you need to be joyful and abundant. Mm. So this is how it works. And I have this diagram and it's about the creative cycle. When we realize and that we're multidimensional, that we're not just physical. And then we realize that the thoughts are real. They're real. They're actually energy going out into the field. And then when we realize we're connected to a field that is so powerful, that can bring anything into reality, which is mind boggling, actually, we realize that our thoughts are already manifesting literally in another dimension. So if I'm thinking a thought, if I'm thinking, yeah, I want to have a new job, I want to have this amazing job, and I'm thinking about what this job is, and I'm going through my mind, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm already visualizing it. And in the universal field that we are connected to, this soup of energy is already hearing and the vibration and feeling the vibration of those thoughts. And they are transmitting already from that plane, a sort of plasma. Mm. So strings and strands of energy become plasma before they become matter. And they go through all the levels and dimensions. So they go from the etheric through the emotional, through the physical. So when we hold the thought and we don't, we just, we don't try to see the thing about manifesting that I realized very young because I was trying to get pregnant and I was, in, I was really having infertility problems. And the more I tried to control the process, yeah. I, it was not, there's an element there that is called trust and where you just are it. So mm -hmm. I already have the other child. It's not that I want it. 
So when you want something, you already are not going to get it because the idea of want is a, is a vibration of the future. Just like when we're living in the past and we're sad all the time, we're not in the present. The only place I can manifest from is from now, from this moment now. And I become that mom with the child. I know it sounds wild and I let it go. And I just, that's what I ended up doing. I had had infertility Mm. for five years. I gave it up completely. I just said, okay, this control thing is not working. I was doing all this stuff with infertility. And then I just said a prayer. I gave it up. Mm. I said, if it's meant to be in my life, it's good for me. I'm putting it in what I call the oven of grace. I just Mm. gave it away. Beautiful. Yeah, I gave it to the oven, which is somewhere in us. It's like a, it's like if you imagine an oven sort of in your later. Yeah. And you just drop it, like not holding on. And the thing is, I was pregnant the next month. It was, <laughs> wow. insane. It was and I'm not saying it's everyone's you maybe it's not your highest self's longing for you. Maybe you're not gonna get pregnant. And there have been things that I put in my oven and it didn't work, but then I saw why later. There yeah. was something else I had to do. So if you are creating, if you're in this creative cycle of yang and you go out in and and you think with your thought, you make your intention, you don't hold on and you don't want, and you just relax about it. Mm. You do the rightful action. You do the things you need to do. Like I still, you know, had sex or whatever I needed to do with (laughs) them. You know, I still did things, but I didn't hold on like like my life depended on it yeah I wasn't attached I think that's the best word do you end up using and do you encourage your clients to use vision boards so that they have this strong visualization for what they want I think that's very helpful I Mm. think vision boards when you're in the moment right now and you wake up in the morning and you write things down you can draw things Mm -hmm. You can think about things if you were to write a book what would that book look like if you wanted to bring that in the world, or if you wanted to bring some invention, some new ideas, you know, whatever. And I love that idea of not thinking about it like an old fashioned bulletin board with magazine clippings of a much more beautiful life than you have. But the idea of as your creative output into the world, how would you bring it to life? Some people it's TikTok. Some people have the most amazing gardens that you walk past and you're like, wow, how did they do that? You know, every one of us have a different creative thumbprint. You know, one way of doing a vision board is not another person's way of doing it. So No, it's the same way with it. They're not going to ever want to create the same thing. And trust, really trust and faith keep part of being the creator because we're in this very slow energy on earth. And the process I described of thinking a thought and going into the universal field and quantum physics is showing us then it's coming through the plasma and it's coming and forming into those other levels before it comes into the physical. And we often give up. Mm -hmm. We just don't have faith. So we're like, that's what I mean about that oven of grace, that you put it, you drop it in the oven and you don't have the attachment to when. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's important. You trust. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Because I think all of us have had, had the experience of wanting too much and grabbing at something and pushing at it too quickly and not letting it germinate and giving it our full attention. And it really comes back at us in a very negative way. It's like, that's not how the universe likes exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, I have heard coaches say to write a detailed list of the things that you want to experience and not make it a, oh, I want to go to Italy. It's more like when I'm in Italy, I want to be walking along a cobblestone place, sit, <laughs> have an espresso, enjoy the, you know, like they say, really get into the emotion and the graphic detail of what it is you want to experience. Why is that important? Yeah. And that's important because imagine we were on earth with only thoughts and no emotion. Just imagine. See, we often deny our emotions, Yeah, but they're our greatest gift. Like, you know, when you're on the beach and you can feel the, the wind and the and what is, it makes you feel so happy and mm -hmm. so much joy and, and peace, right? And excitement also to run in that ocean and feel that, that part of nature. So our emotions are what makes us human. And in order to create, we have to be able to use our emotions and the emotion of the, is the beingness. So for instance, mm -hmm. I am in Italy and I'm walking along the beautiful, you know, all these coffee shops. I'm smelling the pasta. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing them grill fish or whatever, you know, all these mm -hmm. lovely little stone path streets. So I'm imagining myself having that experience. Mm -hmm. And then I'm aligned with it. You see, I'm, I'm at that frequency mm -hmm. of that which I wish to come into my reality. Mm. And then it will manifest in the time that is right. And that's what we have to trust because sometimes we need to go through a journey of discovery and it will mean a lot. You know, imagine, I do believe that we, at one point we'll be able to create instantly that we are that good at it. We just create, we think it, it comes. I think going through what we're, we've gone through on earth so far with this slow, dense energy mm. is helping us appreciate when we will be able to do that again. When I was a young journalist and I was moving around the country a lot and I would get these offers to go be a television reporter in different areas, I would try to imagine myself on the street doing my reporting in say Phoenix, Arizona. And I would imagine the hot sun and I would be like, well, I don't think Phoenix, but if I could imagine myself there, then I would go there and see what it was like. And then I would go and pursue the opportunity because I think that our imaginations are very powerful in leading us into where our instinct and our real thumbprint of life should be. It I think true. if you can imagine yourself a best-selling author, you can be a best-selling author. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Now that doesn't mean that you don't do the rightful action of right. putting your thoughts down or making the book, you know what I mean? Yeah. Making, but I think... You're right, Sheila. We we really have this amazing moment on the planet right now where this is becoming obvious now that we're here to do this. Mm -hmm. So especially to the young kids and we should watch them. They're good at it. They're not blocked. Many of us, as we live, we become blocked with ourselves. And so we, we get disappointed when things don't manifest or didn't manifest the way we wanted. And we need to clear that mm -hmm. because that was an experience to show us something. And I often, when I'm in those situations, I ask, what was my lesson here? Mm -hmm. And like sure. in the situation when I wasn't getting pregnant, I wanted that too much. It's like I needed it. 
Mm-hmm. I was way too needy. And when I thought about <laughs> why, no, really, when I thought about why I wanted that second child, it was for all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. It was not because of the child. Yeah. It was because my son needed a sibling. Playmate. Right. Yeah. And you had to do it within two years. Right. And <laughs> all these belief systems that were not true. I want to talk about the need to positively affirm your goal, your place in the world, your rightful place of abundance. And I think people have a hard time with positive affirmations because once again, they've been put over into this woo-woo world. And so how do you encourage people to begin using positive affirmation toward creating their whatever they're manifesting? I think it's very important to create this vision for yourself of what really matters for you. What road do you want to take? Yeah. And then you think about what it is as if you're already there. So let's say that trip to Italy, I'm in Italy. Mm -hmm. I'm there. I feel it. And then every day in the morning, feel that. Just repeat it. Relive it. And then it will become your reality. And the minute it becomes your reality, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. That manifested. So I'll give you an example. If I said recently I wanted to have a certain amount of students that would come to my cohort. And I just briefly every day thought about it. I thought about that number. I thought I saw them coming. I could receive. I thought of what beautiful souls they would be, what they would gain and what I would gain and our group would gain from having them join us. And literally it manifested in the last week. It was just beautiful. It was like, whoa. I mean, I do this all the time, but I just raised the level. That's so I awesome. said, okay, we're not going to go here now. We're going to raise this. So mm-hmm. how would it feel to raise from, let's say 20 to 27, to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was not out of greed. It was out of service. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the outcome. The outcome was the people would grow and they would find their path and they would transform how mm-hmm. they wanted by taking the course and becoming a coach and helping other people change their lives. I think the thinking of the effect of what you're going to do is critical. Yeah. So think about that and be joyful with what you bring to the world. And, and just own it, you know, you own it. Yeah, totally. I think it's really important to say that all of this has to be coupled with dedicated and disciplined action toward what it is you imagine for yourself. Because if all you're doing is just imagining yourself on that beautiful street in Italy, and you're not going to work because of because you're enjoying that that imagination so much you you won't actually ever be able to have it come true so in terms of just goal setting for that day how do we marry some really practical good steps toward what it is we want do you advise people to create kind of a master plan of when they want to finish completed tasks to be able to make this manifestation happen I think we have to be really careful that we don't become too attached to the whole Mm -hmm. process. And when you start to be very linear about it, that was Mm -hmm. the old way we did it. Mm -hmm. So we wanted a car. We thought of the car. We lost our job and we thought that never will happen now. We need to start to open up to the fact that trust means 
that I don't need to control everything. Mm. Yes, I have to take rightful action when I see it. So I'll give you an example. I wanted those students, we'll go back to that. And then I saw a little note from an email and then I called somebody and then it turned out that that person had three people and I almost didn't see it. Oh my God. It was like coming in my mailbox. So sometimes things we have to really pay attention Mm -hmm. because things are coming to us to help us. But if we're not paying attention, we're going to miss it. And if we don't take the rightful action at that time, we're going to miss it. So let's push she that linear thinking. No, open the possibility, trust that it will come to you, but you don't have to govern how. That's interesting because you're saying more mindset and and less method, (laughs) which I really love. You are saying truly get aligned with your mindset. That's it. That's where get in line with your mindset and pay attention and make the rightful action when it comes to you. Mm. And that would mean that could mean if you want a nice relationship, that could mean that you put it in your oven and yet you go on dot date.com or whatever those sites are. And you say the right man is coming and you say, show me Mm. and you listen to your intuition. Wow. I love that. Or the right what, a, what a perfect place to end it. Um, <laughs> anything else that you want to add, Kathleen, that we haven't included in this really important topic on manifestation? I think the end thought I have is to keep practicing because that's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. So there's no failure. In other words, don't beat yourself up when things don't manifest like you wanted them to. Just keep trying. It's practice, practice, practice practice. That's what earth is about. And I always say, if we had a manual and then when we entered earth, they could say, look, you've entered this planet and you're going to try for many years to learn how to manifest. First, you're going to be really little and you're going to manifest, you know, a friend on a playground, or you're going to manifest a toy you want, or you're going to manifest. And eventually you're going to get bigger and then you're going to be manifesting different things. And it's going to be very exciting. As long as we can hold that excitement and love for the process and forgive ourselves when it doesn't work like we want, I think that's how I would like to end this. (laughs) Mm, That was beautiful. Kathleen Birkins, and you can find more about A Wellness Revolution at awellnessrevolution.com.